this is Talking Sea, your weekly supply of the dark side, not just the dogmatic narrow view of the Jedi. Hello, everybody. My name is Josh Roach. I'm Josh Timkew. And T Green. And T Green. And we and are- T Green. I think I cut him off. He was trying to introduce himself second, but uh, I like that silver medal, so I went in for it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and who are we, boys? Lest we forget. Yeah, I don't know who we are anymore. Pal- oh, there you go. I was going to let you take that one, and you drop the ball, T. We are the talking Sith. The talking Sith. They're drinking dog. It's customary for us to repeat that for everybody who is a host. <laughs> say the talking Sith, and then everybody just echoes it. So, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, this is welcome. This is about par for the course. <laughs> welcome, and I apologize. <laughs> we apologize in advance for what you are about to hear, and especially if you go back into our backlog. Yeah, there's some things back there. There's some things in our past that I don't have time to go back and search for. <laughs> if you're listening in, at some point in the future, because uh, you Googled Josh Tim Q and he's applying for a job, for the love of Moses, do not go into the backlog. <laughs> I know Casey is always very concerned. He's like, well, what if I, because you know, producer out in you know, LA, he's like, what if I ever actually make it big? Like... They could go back and listen to our podcasts. Make sure you edit this, this, and this out. And I was like, man, it's already up. It's been up. It's fine. <laughs> I don't even know what you said. Whatever you said, yeah. you said, man. Just own it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, to be clear, we do not um, necessarily agree with any of the views that are uh, uh, put forth on this podcast, um, especially those of Casey Schreffler. Yeah, the lawyer uh, speak. Yeah, didn't he have a whole lawyer speech prepared? Yeah, in 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 perpetuity or whatever something. That's right. Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. In perpetuity, it sounded in good. Perpetuity. Record that and put it on at the end of the the theme song. There's and, a couple uh, of podcasts who have that. They're like they go through like, <laughs> like you know it's like the infomercial guys. Like it's like somebody sped up really fast talking about this and it's like we do not agree with any of the views necessarily agree with any of these blah 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 or anytime a movie gets put on a network channel yeah right yeah <laughs> this, is, this does not represent our views in any way have fun watching the shamwa guy now if we were oh the shamwa guy may he <laughs> and then didn't he go to prison or something he did he, something bad did he die well no that was the the no that's the, billy the Mays. Dell guy the dell guy the what the Dell guy. Dude, you're getting a Dell. He went to prison. No, I think he got caught with pot or selling pot or something. I thought I Billy prison. Wow guy went to jail because there was a parody video of some guy being him and he was in prison and he's like, if you buy this sham wow, you get a shank for free. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Billy Mays the sham wow guy? No. no, no, that's a totally different guy. The powder guy, the laundry soap. Well, he was a lot of infomercials, but yeah, Billy May was OxyClean. Oxy. He was all kinds of crap. Oxy. Yeah, wasn't yeah. It, wasn't there a video about Billy May's going through the drive-through at a McDonald's? <laughs> oh, I don't know. 
it's, it's like, probably funny. I'm already laughing at the concept. But that's not all. I'll also take. <laughs> oh. Is that going to be everything? We'll double the order. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just, yeah, Tim Q and I both working at McDonald's back in the days. Like, oh lord, now I gotta let me hold on here. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, Are those no onions on that pickles? sandwich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hated that. Yeah, we were quick, this guy, uh, Roach and me. Uh, we, we had headsets on, of course, so we could hear the people ordering the food in real time, and we would make it in real time. And sometimes people would, uh, you know, get wishy-washy about what they wanted. So the sandwich would be done for three or four or five seconds. Then it'd be like, yeah, I, I don't think I want pickles on that. Like, oh, okay. Pull it back. <laughs> <laughs> don't send that out. we got to get those KBS times down. Wait. Oh, man, I remember I got pulled back into the office once after a shift. Remember we started the G-Unit, grill unit? <laughs> and I, uh, It sounds cooler than it is. I mouthed off, I mouthed off to uh, one of the managers, Connie. And uh, so then, like, Nate Holmes and Tyler Gollum and everybody else who's back there started, like, mouthing off to her, too. So I got pulled back into the office. And the they were ringleader. Like, they were like, yeah, you're a ringleader. I'm like, what? like you're a ringleader you need to whatever you do like the other people in the grill like will follow you so you got to be respectful to us and that's the same that's when they offered me the uh, manager and training job too (laughs) that conversation it was like that same conversation they're like yeah so speaking of how you're being very disrespectful to us uh we want you to be a manager in training yeah, tell them, tell them all the crimes that got uncovered that uh, got me fired from that place. Oh, yeah. So, Tim Q here, McDonald's sidebar. He, uh, he ended up getting fired from McDonald's because they uh, uncovered his underground nugget embezzlement scheme. Yeah, if you're an employee and you're going on lunch, uh, Tim Q will slide you a couple extra. <laughs> and then this was late at night. They're all going to get thrown away. I planned on counting them in the trash. It was literally no loss to the company but uh yeah they booted me i was out yeah they have so for those of you who've not worked at mcdonald's they have a a trash bin so supposedly if they follow the rules uh any meats or anything that are in the uh yeah supposedly um that are you know pre-made in the drawers or whatever have a timer when the timer runs out they're supposed to throw them away you throw them into a trash bin and it's somebody's job at the end of the shift to pick through all the discarded eggs from the morning, sausage, meat, you know, chicken nuggets, uh, quarter pounders, everything, right? And count like, okay, so we wasted 15 chicken nuggets. We wasted six quarter pounder patties. We wait, okay. So, you know, that's what you would do if uh, if a fellow McDonald's employee was going on break. You were like, okay, they're going on break back then. You got a free meal. So it's like, okay, they get a, what was it, a six piece? Six piece, yep. Yeah, so they got a free six-piece nugget. So it's like, okay, they ordered a six-piece. These nuggets are about to expire. Unless somebody comes through and orders like, you know, 10, 10 pieces, we're going to throw most of these away. So I'm just going to stuff this six-piece box full of as many nuggets as I can, slide it up, and then you just mentally, you're like, okay, I'm going to add. I'm going to have to count up the trash bin, so I'm going to have to add these anyway. So uh, everybody did it. Tim Key was hooking a hooking a new employee up, so he, you slide up the six piece box full of how many how many did you put fit in there, Tim Key? It was loaded. There, it <laughs> might have been like fifteen. Yeah, there was. There yeah. were a lot of nuggets in that 
in that thing. So our general manager decides to come up and quote unquote help uh, up front, which anytime she did, she basically just slowed everything down. Shout out to Kelly. Um, but uh, <laughs> so she goes up, picks up the six piece box. It's supposed to be for the, uh, the employee meal, opens it up about bursting at the seams. And uh, yeah. So Tim Q gets given the ultimatum. You either give your two weeks notice or you quit now. So, of course, Tim Q gave gave us two weeks notice, right? And yeah, yeah. I didn't want to burn bridges. Needed a reference to you know from McDonald's to go work at blah blah. blah. The You're next place. Your schemes and your nugget embezzlement, but <laughs> yeah. So uh, then she asks me the next day, "Have you ever done that?" And I was like, "Yeah, everybody's done that." She, I I'm not putting that. That's off the record because otherwise I'd have to fire you too. Well, then she didn't even try to fire Tim Q after his two weeks notice were up. He was still on the schedule. They were like, okay, we were just trying to scare tactic. You can stay at work in here. Tim, you already lined up another job. So he was like, yeah, see ya. Bye yeah, guess what happened after two weeks? I'm like, uh, call him up. Yeah, um, you guys seem to have made a mistake. I'm on the schedule, but uh, I put in my two weeks notice. Sorry. Two weeks notice. Yeah, yeah. Went to work somewhere else where instead of if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. It was if you got time to lean, you got time to eat something or something. Oh, uh, yeah, pretty much. That's, how, that's was, how you worded it back in the day. It was pretty chill. <laughs> Speaking of, of notice, Star Wars has officially given us notice that Star Wars Celebration is officially canceled. No more. No more celebration. Well, I didn't have to anyway. Roach, Roach, if you were James Earl Jones dubbing in a new lion for the Blu-ray of Return of the Jedi and you had to put that reaction to learning that celebration was canceled, what do you think it might sound like? No. No. Beautiful. <laughs> I, I I hate that they added that so much. Oh man. Well, it won't be in the uh, certain point of view edit, which is the new title to the Roach Cut. There you go. So you all know. FYI. From a certain point of view, it doesn't have to be. Speaking of that, I think I might have I, I might have uh, shared with you guys some news on that. We'll get back to that. So Star Wars Celebration canceled. Um, but in lieu of that, uh, it's been canceled. It's been pushed back to. So there's going to be no online nope. forums events. Just nope. just gone. Everything's gone. gone. But essentially, any news that we would have had uh, given to us in August at Star Wars Celebration. Is has already begun to uh, like leak out. Um, yeah, so Star Wars Celebration canceled. You either had the opportunity to uh, roll your ticket over to the next Star Wars Celebration, which won't be until 2022, corresponding with the next movie. Also, wait, wait. So 2021, there's no celebration. Out. 2021, no celebration. You got wow. D23. You got D23. Wow. You got D23 in 2021, which is like every couple of years. So Disney yeah. doesn't want. You know, Disney wants to catch as many Star Wars fans as they can, make them come to D23, which is at the same convention center in California. So they can't double those things up. They can't double that up. It's not good for the bottom line. No. 
is D23 ever not sold out? Uh, well, what's, the, what's the harm in not having two events? D23 is not a huge or I, I should say, what's the harm in having two events? I, I shouldn't do a double negative. I don't know. I think, I think that they're just trying to catch as much as they can make it as big as they can i don't think it's like it's not as big as like a star wars celebration so it's it's like the mcrib if you'll forgive my mcdonald's analogy um you know you 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 just give them a little bit every once in a while and people they lose their minds yeah yeah if if, if the mcrib was a regular thing it would not be that big of a deal nobody would care nobody would care but you you just speaking of which, no and, and snack that's not wraps just right no snack wraps. <laughs> Bring back the snack wraps, people. And that's not... a while ago, snack wraps are gone. That's not to say Disney or Star Wars are equivalent to the McRib, but you know that's the analogy. You kind of keep things scarce, and then you know when you let it trickle out, people well, devour it. And Star Wars uh, celebration used to be every three years, always corresponding with the movie releases, starting back with the prequels. So a lot of people were like, eh, "It's getting watered down." Um, which I mean, yeah, if it's every three years, it's more special, you know, because it's only going to happen every three years. Everybody, you know, you can gear up for that plan and ahead for that. Sure. But it's already pretty exclusive. I mean, it sells out instantly. Yeah. Yeah. T T was going to go. We know that he was going to make it happen, but, uh, now he can't. So all's forgiven. Always forgiven to you. But uh, yeah, so you have the option right now to request a refund with some applicable charges. What those are, we don't know yet. Um, before like August 20-something or whatever, pretty close to uh, the date where Celebration would have been. Or automatically it rolls over to next Celebration, which, I mean, hey, if you had like a Jedi Master Pass or something, go, those go up by like a couple hundred dollars every Celebration. So, Hang on to it. Yeah. Hang on to that. Like, you don't got to wait in a queue, you know, beads of sweat. But, uh, yeah, so they've already – no online Star Wars celebration, uh, but they've already started to roll out some news that we're pretty sure would have been released at Star Wars Celebration. Um, uh, for instance, um, some of the High Republic stuff, the High Republic book series that uh, was supposed to also be coming out in August has been pushed back to – I think January. So you can't write a book in quarantine? I guess not. They're pushing it back. Well, so publish, publishing maybe, you know, producing a mass number. But, uh, I mean, you could. Uh, how, many, how many hard copies of books are you really selling nowadays, right? It's all e-books. Yeah, maybe. but. Maybe audio books. I don't know. Down to the bottom line again, right? Because how much do you sell a hardcover for? It's like 30 bucks or something. How much do you sell an e-book for? It's like seven. Yeah. So I guess they're wanting to capitalize on what they can out of the collectors that want to get the hardcover books. I mean, if I really like a book like lost stars, I went and bought that. Yeah. Listen to it like five times on ebook. Yeah. You still want to have it, you know? So I yeah. think they're just trying to capitalize again, you know, bottom line. So the That's high Republic is pushed line. back. Although I will say this, the high Republic, uh, the first chapter of the high Republic has been released on StarWars.com this week, and it's told us what the cataclysm is, the major event, the huge thing that takes place, and it is that uh, there were, back in the day, that, you know, uh, what is it, 700 years ago or so, or no, it was only 200, 200 years before, before the Phantom Menace, uh, the Outer Rim is basically still being colonized 
uh, it's not as well known or charted as it is nowadays. So there were these huge. Is it even technically republic? I don't think so, because in Tatooine, like you can even, own slaves, right? right? Not and, even uh, technically republic. Yeah. Uh, so the republic was still like pushing through the mid rim at this point, I believe. So the outer rim was basically like the old west. So there were huge ships that carried like tens of thousands of people that would just like fly people out to the outer rim to colonize it and to like discover new worlds. Um, and during a hyperspace. Route, so wait, wait, wait. So what's the point to spread humans or because a lot of worlds out there are already populated, presumably just to, I mean, uh, just to spread Republic influence. People from the core world were making their way out. It's just like, uh, analogy interesting an analogy kind of like when you came to the united states you know first we populated the east coast and then we slowly pushed westward so it's the push westward it's the push to the outer rim but okay okay um, i can see that somehow the nile the 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 pirate bad guys of this uh um high republic series have found a way to weaponize quote-unquote hyperspace where they push something like a huge obstacle in the way of known hyperspace routes. And it, um, they don't crash into it, but they try to, in this like uh, vessel that's carrying tens of thousands of people, tries to avert. And instead it ends up splitting apart. So you have these uh, pieces of ship that are being, to quote Han Solo in The Force Awakens, like if, that, if, uh, if they're not able to pull out of hyperspace in time, there'll be pieces or when they're uh, messing with the hyperspace, the converter or whatever in uh, Force Awakens, he said there'd be pieces of them in three systems. That's basically what's happening is the ship busts apart and is just like missiles into tons of systems. Um, so the Jedi are called upon to help out with that. That's basically the gist of the first chapter of Light of the Jedi, I believe it's called the, the Charles Soule novel that's supposed to kick off the High Republic. So that's probably something we would have would have gotten released um, in August. Stuff we would have found out more about the High Republic. Uh, that's so is, is that so is that what Project Luminous is? Yes, Project is that, Luminous is okay. the High Republic all right, era. All right, all right, um, good deal. So, I just say that I will most likely side with the the pirates. Just, <laughs> just blowing blowing people up for. Well, as as Josh knows, when we go to the Renaissance Fair, I dress up as a pirate. He does. He does. He dresses up as that one one pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean with a skullet? (laughs) No. Yeah, so so Manifest Destiny is not a a term in T's lexicon. Right. (laughs) Yes. I mean, and and that is a... that uh, um, was it Johnny or was it? Um, I was gonna get political. I'd rather not. They were talking about. Um, they know that the the dark side wins in Rogue One. Um, so he was going for them. All <laughs> I right. Remember, I don't remember. It was what? A few episodes back. I don't remember which one of them. Oh man, which was, one are, are you caught up now? No, still oh, listening. Yeah. Well, they're not even Rogue One anymore. They're the yeah. Pop Culture Hour. Pop Culture. Yeah. So, 
you're saying that. Oh, you're talking about a pod. You did not think it was uh, justified for them to expand out to the uh, outer rim, T? Saying they shouldn't kill off the pirates. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, well, you know, yeah, there you go. That's why, uh, you know, presumably the pirates probably didn't plan on it being like uh, hyperspeed missiles. They probably yeah. just thought that they would stop the spacecraft in its tracks and would be able to, that's my guess. Like their intention wasn't to create hyperspace missiles. Their intention was to loot the craft. Yeah. Take it over. Which is what pirates do. Right. So you would think, but then after they figure out that they can do that, maybe some other groups or a sect of that, uh, of those Nile pirates start to, uh, you know, use this as a, uh, a means of just like terrorism. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, well, another thing uh, that we uh, that has been announced and we have the trailer for is uh, the Squadrons video game. We got the uh, release trailer for Squadrons. Have you guys have you guys gotten a chance to check that out? I have I not seen it a few times, but I haven't looked at it. You have seen it, but you haven't I've looked at it. I've seen the post, but I have not actually watched the video on it. Ooh, let's see here. It's uh, it's pretty good. It's it takes place, I I believe, after Return of the Jedi, before the Force Awakens. Yeah. So the premise, as far as I know, like you you pick your ship, uh, your your weapons. It's like you and nine other people, or something. A group of ten versus another group of ten. Five, five, group of five. Five. Okay, five, five v five. And yeah, yeah, it sounds pretty interesting, but um. I don't know. There, there was something I didn't like that about it that I read. Um, it, it seemed to be, you know, like a lot of the other online games that the more time you put into it, the better crap you get. So for, for a gamer like me who doesn't have a lot of time to put into something, it's just like, I'm, I'm going to be in a, a dumb, Hulu so much. a dumb a wing with no stupid, you, you know, I want to have proton A-wings torpedoes. Good. Well, uh, okay. So what's the worst ship? you can have a, a b-wing i don't know like I don't know. b-wings are pretty good too <laughs> i know b-wings were bomb in in Literally. older video games Bombers. um uh, i don't even know what you'd be in you'd be in like a i don't know whatever so be, beginning equipment versus people who are like you know overpowered you know so you'd be in a, you'd be in a b-wing I don't want the learning curve to be too steep. Like even as a beginner, like I would want to jump in and, you know, be able to be competitive, like maybe not compete with someone who's put all the time in, but like. Most likely, sorry not to cut you off, but most likely to be like most video games where your, your level is who you play against. Right. So you'll be, you'll be. I I could get behind that. Yeah. Well, here, here's the, uh, here's the trailer boys. Here we go. I can't shake him. Was that Biggs? Think you can escape? This is gonna be close. (laughs) (laughs) Think you can escape? Ah, that guy. Pilots. 
You are the Empire's strength. Wait, was that the guy? Yeah. We do not. That's the guy. I thought he died. Fly. Harrison Dula from Rebel. For hope. For the new Republic. Vengeance will be ours. New Republic Vengeance, so when is this? Legend that moment. I'm the perfect shot. Makes history. Five pilots. One squadron. The galaxy is closed. I loved how the rebels were more diverse. Or the. Yeah. Maybe not rebels now, but, you know. Playable um, places here is Yavin, like in the Yavin Prime. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the rebels were more diverse, right? That was one of the the Empire's things. Like, sure, like that. That's what made Thrawn so interesting, right? He was a humanoid, not a human. I mean, he was like a guy with blue skin, but like that he he was able to rise through the ranks. Like it was it was a big deal for him. Well, it's no it's no secret that, and it's no coincidence that. Uh, like most all of the systems that were part of the separatists were all alien. They weren't human planets for the most part. And that was because they were trying to paint them in a bad light to kind of step into this imperial, uh, imperial time. But yeah, this takes place um, from what I'm hearing, like there will be like, there is going to be like a campaign that will take you through a story. And it's probably going to start off like right at or before, just before the destruction of the second Death Star and kind of through the growth of the New Republic. Hmm. So. All I know is I hope that it's cross play. <laughs> it doesn't really make a difference. We all have Xboxes, right? Uh, we do not. We all ready. will have one by then, uh, right? Right. Uh, new. No. You got to get that new Xbox. <laughs> I looked at the specs, T. I looked at the specs. The new Xbox is better. But that's no. That's not really news. That's just a known fact. Um, but uh, yeah, so we got better than what the PlayStation. Did. Oh, I thought you were comparing it to PC. Oh, I mean, PS uh, PC is going to blow things out of the water just because customization, yada yada yada. But when it comes NC, to NC, console, NC. Yeah. Yeah. For um, console play. But uh, yeah. So um, we got Hera in there from Rebels. We got uh, Ray Sloan is in a couple of the trailers for this, which I you saw know a bust. <laughs> Well, you saw Trandoshan. Yeah. A Trandoshan. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also Wedge Antilles. Good old Uncle Wedge. Gotta love Wedge. Love me a wedge. So this is probably something that would have. So this launches October second, twenty twenty. So this is probably something we would have gotten at celebration. This so is that's what you're getting me for my birthday, right, Roach? An Xbox? Uh, no, this game. <laughs> I'll buy it for you on Xbox. 
Oh, well, then you got to get me an Xbox. Well, I mean, you were, I heard you were just handing them out for free, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First, uh, free, I got 20 bucks for it. Yeah, right. 20 bucks and a bunch of counterfeit cash. Um, yeah, so this was something that would have been at uh, Celebration. Um, another thing that probably that has just been announced in the last week or so is, that would have been a celebration empire strikes back is coming back to cinemas with a 4k cut in the uk in the uk in the uk we can only hope that maybe <laughs> trickle trickle over come across the ponds hey check this out guys i have good news and bad news so uh word on the street is the eu um is going to be blocking americans from traveling there because universe? Uh, the European Union um, because uh, they don't approve of our uh, handling of the COVID business, but Brexit, maybe we can still go there, boys. (laughs) We can still go see Empire Strikes Back in the cinemas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, Also a release, Hasbro is releasing a Clone Wars Season 7 figure line. So that's pretty cool. And rumor has it that by August 20-whatever, when Celebration was supposed to be, we will know the future of Star Wars animated series. We've heard a lot of rumors about different animated series that have been in the works um, for the past couple of years since Rebels has ended. And we know that animated theory, uh, the rumor has it, and the theory is that, uh, which, which is not uncommon for animated series, they generally have a season in the can before you even launch it. So there is probably a season of the next animated show pretty much ready to roll, sitting somewhere on some hard drive. Is that, is that right? Instead yeah. of a, like, I know of the pilot model for TV shows usually. Well, for animated shows, man, for animated shows, there's... <laughs> yeah, you construct an entire season? Yep, yep. And then they wait. Mm. Yeah, like... I don't know, I don't know. When Clone Wars, Clone Wars was always I've seen, like three, I've seen two or three seasons ahead. When yeah, I've seen pilots of animated, animated shows, shows that are one episode are long. Star Wars, not Star Wars. That's the that's the difference. What, uh, oh, so you're talking specifically Star Wars? Specifically Star Wars, like they specifically Star Wars. They generally like when Clone Wars came out. They they when when they decided to release. Uh, launch Clone Wars back in 2008 as a movie. Um, they had a whole season in the can. They just took a couple of episodes, spliced them into a movie. Rebels had a whole season in the can when they when they started. Resistance had a whole season in the yeah. can. Yeah, For, forgive me. I didn't know we were talking specifically Star Wars. Specifically Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars is a known quantity, right? Like, it's gonna get some uh, some support. Can't hear you. Hey, Porky. We got, uh, we got uh, Mr. Casey Schreffler joining yeah. us. Hey, joining in. We are. I'm super quiet. Like, I had to turn my laptop up way higher than I normally do to hear you guys. Oh, man. Uh, we're talking about Star Wars Celebration and how it's been pushed back to 2022. Probably but a good idea. How we've. Uh, how they have started to, there's not going to be a digital Star Wars celebration like San Diego Comic-Con, but they've also been slowly... Yeah, it'd be stupid. It'd be right, stupid. 
starting to release all the news that we would have so gotten. so you would like nothing to happen like even even if you don't um require tickets like you, you don't want any kind of hoopla Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. So like, I. so the way that I was saying that's stupid is because like, oh, to me, that's like people trying to keep the money that we paid. And uh, uh, well, I mean, if they weren't going to like San Diego Comic Con, it's going to be all access. So people are still getting refunds, but they're still getting some sort of a presentation. Right. Whereas, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be something like that. Uh, like kind of like kind of kind of like a keynote type thing, which I yeah, sure. There's not. They've come out and said there's not going to be any kind of digital presentation. Okay, uh, great. Well, then sure. Then no. I don't I don't I, I would rather wait and have things trickle out. Well, that's that's what, yeah, so that's what we've been talking about. Like it, the trickle has already begun. Um the High Republic series the book series has been pushed back to january but they just released the first chapter of the first book uh then we just watched the uh trailer for squadrons have you gotten a chance to look at that casey i have not watched the full trailer but i've seen important screenies and stuff notably but... harrison doula has a cameo in it wedge and tilly wedge. Ray sloan um also they've announced that empire strikes back is coming back two cinemas in the uk in a 4k release uh for its 40th anniversary also if you were go ahead yeah i mean they're they're kind of doing that all around and things like drive-ins right now like they just had like jurassic park in a drive-in theater near me and but uh drive-in theaters they're coming back theaters yeah it's in uh in michigan in a drive-through or drive in a drive-through. A drive-by. <laughs> the, the, drive-by. The, dinosaurs, the dinosaurs eat people. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I rode that ride. It was scary as, scary as hell. <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah, so um, also the Empire Strikes Back celebrating its 40th. Um, we're getting a, a novel from I a certain point of view. It's, it's not 45th. What, what, what's 40th. celebrating its 45th? something else i'm thinking of something else star wars star wars isn't even 45 yet um but yeah star wars will be 43 this year empire strikes back celebrating its 40th like with a new hope we got the novel from a certain point of view which told us a bunch of uh like ancillary tales of side characters things that were going on during a new hope that weren't on screen we are getting that from a certain point of view novel for empire strikes back so that's something for us to look forward to um we talked about hasbro is releasing a clone wars season seven figure line and so hold on so you said 43 years that's kind of hope yeah no and i think it's also going to be the so the next celebration is 2022 it'll be the 45th anniversary of the creation of star wars in the 20th anniversary of Attack of, of Clones. Attack of Clones, which, you know, that's my least favorite of the entire schmagella here, but... The entire... <laughs> so so, you, have, so you, have, you have two anniversaries there, and I think if everything's done and settled down by then, hopefully, would you? Uh, would you I think you can expect to see Hayden again, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, hey, rumor and has maybe, it... That... Maybe a Natalie Portman. Ooh. I doubt it, but maybe. You think uh, you think they could uh, bring Alec Guinness out of retirement for this one? Well, his Force yeah. Ghost. Yeah, maybe. Maybe his Force Ghost. They have the technology. But uh, Nellie Portman, she's coming back. She knows, She said she would never come back for another Thor movie, but she's coming back for one under Taika Waititi. 
um, which is a Disney-owned property. So I'm, and Taika Waititi is doing the next Star Wars thing. I know we are not a, a... – Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Sure. But <laughs> I want to know how dark they're going to go with this Thor movie. I don't know how much you guys know about uh, Lady Thor, but it's rather dark. I mean, uh, Taika seems to be a pretty... Um... Take this conversation to the pop culture hour where it belongs. Right. So basically, just rough is anytime she transforms into Thor, she has cancer. So it like cures it. And then when she transfers back into uh, Jane Foster, it gets worse. Oh, All right, back to Star Wars. I was trying to segue. We started talking about Kenobi. And I was going to segue into our next Kenobi talk. But uh, so here it is, segue, Kenobi. Um, yeah, so Ewan McGregor was recently interviewed by a uh, some sort of podcast show. Um, I believe it was uh, some sort of a convention he was supposed to go to, and they, they did it online. Um, I think it was called Ace Universe. Anyway... Uh, they were asking him about the uh, upcoming Kenobi project, and this is what he had to say. The untitled Obi-Wan Kenobi series, um, and it's it's really just such an amazing thing that folks, folks remember Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, as well as Episode Two and Three came out. It was really at the forefront of some really cool cinematic advancements and now over two decades later you're about to after you finish reading your thumbs and tinkering with your bike go back into this massive project yeah. uh, which is a new chapter in Obi-Wan Kenobi's journey um, do you feel like there were any really cool lessons that you're going to bring with you into this new series and I would be remiss to add answer remiss not to ask but no you may not answer is there anything you can tell us about this new journey in obi-wan kenobi's journey no there's nothing i could tell you really that would be the first bit um just for the record i asked i know you know you had to i don't think um my i was uh, I, i'm trying to remember how old i was when we started the first one but i was you know, it was the mid to late 90s, I think, and um, when we shot episode one, I would just, uh, I'm just going to enjoy it all much more. You know, uh, I think our our technology is such now that we, you know, we were, we were, I think we'd shot the first one on film and we shot the second one when we got to Australia on the new, then new HD cameras, which were sort of pr pretty primitive compared to what they are now um, and so it was quite techno technically it was quite complicated I remember and it was just all blue screen and green screen and so it was hard to it was hard to imagine it you know but nowadays I think things have moved on so much and I think a lot of our I mean a lot of, of, of what you see is is going to be what we see on the on the set you know you i don't know if you've seen any of the um mandalorian the behind the scenes of the mandalorian series but you know they they employ that incredible um 
screen and, and I, I don't even begin to know how it works, but it's pretty amazing, you know. And so when you're on set, if it's if you're in a snowscape or something, well, when you look around, you see that with your, and it makes you feel like you're in a place. I think it's going to be more, uh, it's going to feel realer for us, to, uh, for the actors. And I think we'll be using some of that technology on our on our on our show, which I, I don't know exactly, as you say, untitled as as yet. But there's some great fan ideas for it. I don't know if you've seen some of the fan art, but there's there's an amazing poster that where well, they've named it "Hello There." That's the name of the movie, you know. "Hello There," the Obi Wan Kenobi story, or whatever. But it's that that would be fun. I, that, that would get my vote. "Hello There." I mean, it's fun. kind of appropriate. Yeah, yeah, um, it would be good. <laughs> But we'll see. I don't know. I don't know yet what it's going to be called, and I don't know. I have got. I I do know sort of what it's going to be about, but I'm not going to tell you. I think I'm probably. It's probably true to say I'm more excited about playing Obi Wan again now than I was even the first time because because it's just because you live and learn, and the and and the more I. Uh, the more I, I realize what I'm part of, in a way, I think at the time when you're young and you, you know, I was just sort of treated it like, yeah, it's just another movie like all the other ones I'm making. But now, with a bit of looking back on it, you can see what you're you're involved in something quite huge, you know, in the Star Wars, um, the Star Wars. Um, I don't like the word franchise, but the Star Wars sort of fable or legend or whatever okay. you might call it. And so this time to go back and to play, to bridge that gap even more so between what I was trying to do in the first three films, playing a young version of Alec Guinness. Well, now I'm closer in age to Alec Guinness when he did the first one. I mean, still not really nearly as old as he is, but was. Of course but, not. Um, no, no. <laughs> I mean, no, no. But I'm closer, and so I think it'll be really, it'll be really interesting now to do that, to go through that experience again, and to start watching. Alec Guinness is. I, I spent a lot of time watching his early work because I was playing him as a you know twenty-year-old guy. So I watched as many films as I could see of Alec Guinness when he was in his twenties. And now I'll have to watch Alec Guinness's work when he's in his forties, fifties. <laughs> and um, and uh, that, that I'm really looking forward to. And to try and find our Obi-Wan Kenobi now to sort of bridge that gap between what I did before and where Alec uh, started the whole thing off in, in the 70s. Boom. Yeah. He's yeah, he's, he's the man. That's it. He's pretty awesome. One thing that I think does work in continuity is that Ewan McGregor has this mole <laughs> in the uh, prequels. That's what you're worried about. Alec Guinness never had the mole. Well, now we get Ewan McGregor without the mole playing older Obi-Wan. So the continuity fits. Continuity <laughs> fits. <laughs> so the actor got it removed. He um, bridged it, everything. Bridged the gap. He bridged the gap in real life. So in, in the cinematic universe. Uh, it only makes sense. 
who in the world else would worry about something like that? <laughs> He's kind of got the Kenobi beard going for him right now, too. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? It's already it's gray and naturally. He's got the. I, I wonder if that's a COVID beard or just uh, or if it's a Obi Wan beard. He's he was gearing up for that, or because he doesn't he doesn't rock a beard very often, actually. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, what do you guys? What do you guys? Uh, make of his comments on uh, how far technology's come and him looking forward oh, yeah. to I mean uh, like as, as soon as he started talking about it I I was thinking the volume with Dominic well you know Dominic talked with us about that yeah. before the Mandalorian. before Mandalorian even came out the first season yeah for sure but like uh, like uh, just watching like the behind like the gallery series that uh you and talked about uh and learning a little bit more about the volume uh, it's crazy dude like, that technology is insane and it yeah. looks super real and, and and it and it's even crazier than you think because as you move it, it's the camera the scenery changes to the camera position yeah so you, you know, have like a wide shot of like your surroundings but then whatever is within the camera's view like you can see it when they're like moving the camera around so whatever is right in the camera's view is like amplified kind of and and things and 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 they and things move differently too yeah. so like so what people what the people see might be different than what the actual camera sees right yeah and it's just crazy absolutely yeah. crazy which i mean it would be unnerving cuz like if you go back and watch like the behind the scenes like the beginning uh the the making documentary for the phantom menace Ewan is hyped just to be doing star wars you know, there was the uh, the fight scene, like when he got to pick out his lightsaber, and he was talking about how it was awesome that he got to pick out his lightsaber. When he had his first costume test, and he looked in the mirror, and he was like, "That's effing Obi Wan Kenobi right there. That's that's I'm Obi Wan Kenobi." And then he was like, when he was doing the uh, when he was doing the the uh, the fight scene with Maul, and they were like jettisoning him back up onto the platform, and he fell back down. He looked at the cam- the behind the scenes camera, and he was like. They ask you if you want to be in bloody Star Wars. Hell yeah, I want to be in bloody Star Wars. And they jump back up there again, you know. So he was he was hyped to be in Star Wars. But then by the time he got to episode three, he had like had enough with the blue screen, just surrounded by blue screen. You know? Which I mean that would I mean you do that for several years in a row. Yeah. Get to be unnerving. Yeah, I mean that's the same thing that uh Ian McKellen said about the new Hobbit series and stuff like that. Yeah, he had like a breakdown on set because couldn't take just everything being blue <laughs> or green, you know. That's why, but you know the secret. You know why they really couldn't do green screen for the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian armor and reflections and stuff like that is what I would assume because it's difficult, but guys, I mean they could have. Do, you know, do you know Tim Q? No clue. No clue. I I don't know if you're trying to be funny or serious. Yes, yes. Um, Baby Yoda would have just blended right in. You ever tried to hold up, if I were to hold up a Baby Yoda right now in my green screen background, he would just disappear. So the star of the show would just disappear. (laughs) The star of the show. (laughs) Yep, that's why they have blue screen. (laughs) They have several other chroma colors that they could use. But yes. (laughs) Funny. No, but uh, yeah, so we've also, uh, we're hearing that before 
the time celebration would have would have launched. We'll have some more information on Kenobi, possibly a title. Maybe hello there. As hello Elon there. Pointing out. Um, hello there would be cool. He did make a point to say hello there, which I thought was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I wouldn't like that as a title. It's too much of a meme. It just, I don't know. I wouldn't yeah. like it. Embrace the memes, though. It's meta. It's very meta. And, very no, meta. I mean, it's just... And you don't like meta gaming, And, <laughs> I mean, perhaps you and me would be moving at the speed of retcon, but... Um, well, I mean, if it made sense in the context of the, the story, then maybe, but... What if, what if that's you the first thing he says? I mean, his I mean it kind of... I mean, it kind of would because he's been gone for a while. It's just like, hello there, Kenobi. Hello there. And it's a well-known line. It's Kenobi like, says it in the prequel. Is this Mr. Rogers? Like, oh, hello, Mr. Kenobi. Like, <laughs> come he's on gonna sit, He's not going to sit down like, untie his shoes. And... <laughs> right, because he wears boots. He would just be strapping his... I wish he would. You know what? I would tune into a show that was just about like leaning into some old Sir Alec Guinness Obi-Wan wisdom like week after week yes. in a major Mr. Rogers style like... You didn't know I that Obi Wan was like a child's like uh, Hollow Net star on Tatooine. Right, man, <laughs> I would I would eat that up. Something wholesome for once, you know, in this godforsaken universe we live in. He starts talking about like <laughs> my name is uh, Ben. Uh, I've seen a lot of gore, but uh, yeah, yeah. Do you want to be my neighbor? Uh, kind of. No, you're crazy, dude. <laughs> That's how he gets, he just like, he gets the job because at first he's just like a kindly old man and then he just goes off the deep end and that's why he's known as that crazy old hermit that lives out yeah. in the desert. The guy who had the Holonet TV series. He wants to, he wants to in, in Mr. Rogers style, he wants to do some outreach so he walks up to a little boy. Well, hello there. No, no, not you. <laughs> That'd be their response to Anakin. <laughs> and that's why the sand people avoid him is because he uses them as puppets. In, oh God! In, in this thing, this is uh, this is King whatever. It's just like blood dripping down his arm. Uh, but every time he has to have a different crate dragon yell. Every time. But that's why he got rid of the mole, so he couldn't be uh, recognized yes. by uh, yes. facial recognition in the Star Wars galaxy. It scans him. No mole. No mole, Maybe. Obi-Wan. Yeah. I don't know. I blame Austin Powers' gold member for the mole situation. Mole, 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 mole. Guacamole. Yeah. Um, Jeez. But uh, so we, we, uh, we heard this, that we're going to be getting some news about Kenobi, hopefully, before the end of August. Also, some more, uh, we're probably going to be seeing some footage rolling out from Mando Season 2 by the end of August. That would have been Hopefully. released in celebration. Well, I mean, I think we would see at least a new trailer because it's... Is it, it, is it shooting? It's, it's, no, it's, it's done. Wrapped. It's, it's been wrapped since. Yeah. It's, coming, it's coming in what? Like late October, early November? Like uh, mid-October. I'm hoping around my birthday. Um, yeah, I think, I think October 12th. So is there going to be a delay then for season three? Possibly, we don't know yet. I think that didn't they say like didn't wasn't there something about they had already started like recording season three before? No, there's pre-production on season three. They're planning a season three, but yeah, I'm being too greedy. But you know, I just wonder with the whole everything that's going on. 
So here's well, the so, big thing. Like, the Cassian Andor series was supposed to have already begun shooting. It's gotten pushed back because of COVID. Um, yeah. Well, they just opened up production. So coming from somebody who's in L.A., <laughs> they opened up production uh, just over a week ago. Um, you have You're to back get, to work at Lucasfilm. Nope. Uh, I, the production for me is done for a long time because uh, you have to get approval. So it's going to be good for things like TV shows and mid-level stuff. Um, but uh, you have to get like approval from like the County Health Commission. You still have to get yeah. permits and stuff like that. You have to like test everybody. Um, you yeah. have to do temperature checks and like the stuff that I work on, like thirty to sixty thousand dollar videos, just like can't afford that. So uh, the stuff that I do is going to be gone for a long time. But if you're doing like a TV show like this or an indie film or something, not even an indie film, like a low to mid budget, like I don't think you could do Avengers right now if you wanted to, but you could do like a 51st Dates type thing. You do something like the 50, 60 million dollar range. You know what I mean? Like, so there's going to be movies that are. <laughs> so Adam Sandler is just off the chain right now, but uh, yeah, no, uncut like I think gems left and right. Just yeah, I think uncut. <laughs> uncut. I think, yeah, I, I think uh, you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of stuff like that. I think. Um, what was the one he made for Netflix? Uh, that was the spinoff of like the. There, there was like eight. Seven. Uh, it was that, the, uh, the ridiculous six. The ridiculous six. I watched it. I watched I that movie. I, I thought I, I watched thought, it. I thought it was actually kind of funny. I liked it. I liked it. I wanted. I did more like of that. it too. I'm him an and David Spade. Fan. Him and David Spade are just going to be just throwing. Yeah, I chuckled a few times. Like it's it's fine. So the only one that I haven't really liked from him is Jack and Jill. You know, I heard that, so I didn't watch that one. But the uh, what, what was what was the one that he did with David Spade, where he was like a CIA? He to I watched CIA. that. That one was pretty. The good. Zohan. No. No, no, no. It was, it was like it was like the up the the redo the do over the do over yeah 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 Mulligan. the the do over the do over was really really funny. Yeah. Really. Really, I haven't seen that. I should check it out. Yeah, that that I that put that like kind of in the same category. It's not as ridiculous as happy gilmore but i put the i put it in like the same category of like it was as funny as to me at least it was it was it was a pretty entertaining watch it's as funny as happy gilmore to you yeah i really it's a different kind of humor no i'm not i'm not judging i haven't i haven't seen the movie so i I don't know but I um, i enjoy it as much as i enjoy happy gilmore at least I would say, yeah. man, I love Happy Gilmore. I love that movie. So, no, I'm gonna have to check it out now. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, Casey, just go get a job at Lucasfilm. Yeah, that would be good for all of us. Then you could just be our mole. You could assume your identity. Molly, 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 molly. You could be the mole that fell off of Ewan's face. <laughs> just wiggle your way into Lucasfilm. There you go. I mean, you've already got a spot there. You're in the prequels. I'm in the prequels. Yeah, you and Mole. So. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I have been to. Uh, Wait. What was it? What was the movie? One more time. The ranch on San Francisco. The, the re- do over. The do over. Yeah. The do over. Okay. 
I'm gonna have yeah, to check that good. out. I might try and watch that tonight, actually. Because you were to do something there. over. You were to do something. It's over. A, it's entertaining. Sure. If I was gonna do something over, I wouldn't be talking to you, fucks. And that's, that's it prob- for us this week. That's probably all. That's probably all I'd be doing, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot more of that, probably. You know, I love three quarters of you. <laughs> it's the bottom, uh, bottom quarter. Tim Q doesn't like me. Tim Q doesn't like me at all. No, I hate myself. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> Super funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you were going to do something over, hypothetically, hypothetically, hypothetically. What would you hypothetically do? Did you guys did you guys see the uh, the hypothetical that got posted on our Facebook page? Uh, I went through as soon as you posted it, and there was one there, and I did not understand what the hell the guy was trying to communicate. And that, was, that was the very first one, I think. And I was like, what? I have no idea how to answer that because the question doesn't make sense. <laughs> I want to I I know that one right now. Yeah, I didn't even see it. And I'm, yeah, hold on. I'm going on the Talking Sith podcast page because... Yeah, I, if you don't I, already I, follow I, the I, Talking I, Sith podcast on Facebook and right, yeah. Instagram, yeah. you probably should. No, we read your uh, things. Sean, just Sean, most of Sean, it's Sean, nonsense. Yeah. Sean, Sean. Hey, I don't post most of what goes on there anymore. That's uh, somebody else. <clears throat> yeah, I want to know. I want to know the nonsense question, and I want to try to answer it. Cause it's... I think one of our listeners... Uh, commented on it is what you're probably thinking of. Oh yeah, no, it's this one. There's literally one comment. Yeah, one, one comment. Where are you guys all at? Come on, listeners. Uh, on this one, and uh, so it says. So, so here's the question, right? So it says Star Wars hypotheticals. Tell us what you think would have happened, and we will break down the comments in the podcast. And here's what this guy Nate Reed says. Palpatine would have Leia floated to another ship or was likely manipulating small aspects of the battle from inside. I don't know what the fuck that guy's okay. talking about. Okay, that makes sense. It makes sense what he's saying. I'm thinking he... hype... Leia floated to another Leia ship. Leia floated. Like Mary Poppins floated. Oh, so... Palpatine would Oh, Palpatine would have, would have Leia, Leia floating. Yeah, he's so using I was, it as a I was... Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Leia floating is like the action. I, I mean, you can still use it as a verb, but like I, the, to me, what it, what that reads like is Palpatine would have Leia floated. Would have to had. Would like, have is had. there is there a Leia bullet like flying through the galaxy? Is that what he's asking? It's continuously through hyperspace, the nine like, are going to weaponize. Did Leia get launched into space? Is that what he's yes. asking? Yes, in Episode Eight. Yeah, that's yeah, she, did. she did. So, so right, what he's so, saying is that like when well, right? That's why it makes sense. Like she's okay, known okay. to be, she's durable. She can survive. <laughs> so let's break this hypothetical down. Let's break down the actual hypothetical. Then we can break down. Okay, so we're gonna interpret it three different ways, and we're gonna break it down three different times. Boom, boom, boom. Bam, no, bam, bam, bam. I'm, I'm looking so, at it. In the episode way three, Josh just said. Yeah, in episode three, the invisible hand is Grie- General Grievous's ship. On General Grievous's ship, we have Count Dooku, Darth Tyrannus, right? General Grievous. So those are the two face men of the Separatists. And then you have Chancellor Palpatine, the head of the Galactic Republic, also secretly the head of the Separatist movement. So you have the entirety of the Separatists, like council, the head of the Separatists, on the Invisible Hand. We also know that um, 
the uh, rebel cruisers were firing on the invisible hand. If you read the Star Wars Episode Three novelization, they did not believe because they would not show they they could not would not show them proof that Palpatine was on there, that uh, he was still on there and alive and well. That's why they opened fire on the ship whilst Anakin and Obi-Wan were in the middle of their rescue. So if that had happened, the hypothetical is if that had happened earlier, if they were to have destroyed the invisible hand before they got off and hypothetically, the entirety of the hypothetical is they destroy it, killing all of them, killing Dooku, killing Grievous and killing uh, Palpatine. What would have happened? I think you're talking about a different one. <laughs> okay. And well, so this Nate guy doesn't specify what type of battle, what battle they're talking about. I thought we were talking the about one, Princess Leia, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, so, 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 like the here's what the, it literally says: Palpatine would have Leia floated to another ship, or was likely manipulating small aspects of the battle from inside. Right. So he's saying, say that, say that more slowly. About? Say Let it me, more slowly. I'll, I'll reword it for you. Nate is saying. Palpatine would not have blown up and would not have blown up on the ship because he okay, was manipulating ship? what the, ship the invisible hand. He could have, he could have lay floated. General Grievous. Of, he would have lay floated out of the, no. so the invisible hand gets blown up. He could have, that could have, he could have been talking about in return of the Jedi. Oh, 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 Palpatine would have died on the ship for these reasons. A, if the ship blew up with him on it, he simply would have used his force powers to lay afloat to another ship. Right. So he's using your hypothetical instead of right. creating his own hypothetical. Right, so right, right, right. Well, that's me. what, that's what, no, 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 no. The, the, the entirety of the post was talk about this specific hypothetical. So I wanted people's comments. Why would you talk me. about one hypothetical? Why wouldn't that, you want more hypotheticals? We have we have tons of hypotheticals in the can. I wanted people's opinions on this on this one hypothetical. Oh gosh. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so see, Casey, okay. Casey, okay. Casey, all right. Nate, Nate Reed's not an idiot. I take it back. Take it no, all hold back. On, hold on. Hold, hold on. Back, hold on. Reed. You let know me, Nate Reed, by the way. You let know. me let me explain myself because I am an idiot. So. Um, Casey was speaking fastly, and I thought he was talking about Leia, and he was not. <laughs> he was talking about, quote-unquote, Leia floating through space, right. which is a, a, a power that Force users apparently now presumably have to float through space. I get it. I get it. I get it. Now I need to hear the original question okay. again. So what now, that, now that Nate, I understand. What what the, read, yeah. You are not an idiot. Yep, they I, read yeah, what it, you say does make sense. Yeah, um, it does. It does make sense yep. that Palpatine could have done, probably would have done. But this hypothetical is going off. What if they did? By some chance, they all died. All three of them died. Okay, can Before, I hear the question? Can I hear the question? Hypothetically, beginning of episode three. Take yourself back to the beginning of episode three. I, I know, I know the movie. Can I, can I, what I, if I, the Invisible Hand, Darth? Uh, Darth Grievous. General Grievous's ship is destroyed before Obi-Wan and Anakin arrive. So before Obi-Wan and Anakin arrive to rescue Palpatine, Palpatine is killed with Dooku and Grievous all in that ship. Boom, boom, boom. They blow him out of the sky. What happens? Go crazy. Well, I mean, what's the banking clan and the, the banking The techno union. Uh, I mean, who, who, who else do the separatists have well no sith 
They had uh, they have zero Sith. They're going to lose the war fast. I they think. knew Gunray. Well, what if you fast forward in episode three? Like essentially, when they killed Dooku, they thought Dooku was the head. They knew about Sidious, but they didn't know what right. kind of really part he yeah, played. City, Sidious City. Been the Apprentice, right? They thought that take once they took down Dooku, if they take down Grievous, that would have been the end of the war. Still holds true here. Only they destroy them all in one fell swoop. Also Sidious unbeknownst to them so they take they they cut off the head of the snake they cut off the head of the separatists without grievous dooku and sidious the who do we have like you said we have the banking clan puppet the techno union puppet the trade federation nuke gunray nemoidians puppets yeah they don't care the genosians bunch of bugs right like what do you have nothing so it falls to pieces. So what happens? Obi-Wan and Anakin are on their way to rescue the, the Chancellor. He blows up. He's probably mourned as a hero of the Republic. Yeah, yeah. So he's a martyr. So I'm sure there's a, uh, a line of um, ascension like there is, you know, just in, an, in, in any other country. You know, I'm, thinking, that... I'm thinking Casey takes over at that point as Chancellor. I mean, Masamita. Um, who on a prior podcast we uh, we we determined that if Casey was a character in Star Wars, he would be Masamita Vice Chancellor. Okay, so so Casey takes over, and then um, who knows what Casey's views are? But now, now Masamita is one of the very few people at this point who know Palpatine and all of his schemes, and know Palpatine is a Sith Lord. So, are they force sensitive? Are they no. anything like just what? A, it, what can they a do? Producer on a ga- galactic level. Yeah. So, so just, Masamita, what do you do? So just just a really really stinky corrupt politician who who kind of knows the ins and outs. They they come up. Um, they oh, know kind of about interesting. some stuff, like they know that Palpatine yeah. is kind of pulling strings. I don't think. I think the Republic, action. the Republic wins the war. Right. That's it's so, going to happen. So Masamita, Casey, what do you do? I mean, I think that. Uh, so we're assuming that Palpatine's dead, right? Palpatine. In this scenario, Palpatine, Dooku, and Grievous are all dead. I uh, I would probably talk to people close to me and senators that are close to me and say that Palpatine wanted me to see through his plans, etc., etc., um, and 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 use influence of the senators that we were friends with to influence other senators to maintain control for myself. And then tr- I guess try to kind of unpack and unravel a little bit about what uh, Sidious and Dooku were about. Um, and maybe like, uh, I mean, I know, I guess we know that we don't know, no, but if Darth Maul is out there, which he is at this point in time, right. Maybe try to find, him not as a leader though 
but uh, as like another like secret somebody who can manipulate the minds of people who are replace the separatists essentially yeah, ba- yeah basically i think that's probably what i would do i i, I would try to assume control at, at any cost i think at that because you put so much time and energy into it and now that the person you yeah. were leaning on and following is gone and there's still this like allegiance there uh probably somewhat um i'd probably try and get somebody to forge some documents saying that uh if something would happen to me then masamita casey would take over um, <laughs> so are you trying like are you that. still trying to become emperor is that your end game still i think that that's what he would do yeah. okay okay no i mean maybe not even maybe not emperor uh maybe if he's dead and gone maybe try and bring it back you know what i mean like take a step back like he put me he gave me this power and like he would and he and yeah like, so he, he steps in he steps in a chancellor with uh emergency powers like right. so he doesn't he's At not point, he's all but emperor without the name yeah i know but i think uh but i mean I, maybe it's a good in me but like but he would i would assume that he would know of the separatists right he would right. know that he would that palpatine was in league with them i think right. that yeah, no, I, I don't think I would do an Order sixty six at that point in time. Like, I would keep the clones close by, but I would, I would just eradicate the entire Separatist army, and then be like, I was the one who won you the war, right? Type thing. What do you, what so, do you think? So, uh, so, 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 so along with, like, with what Tim Q says, the Republic wins, but I win. Like Masamita wins. Masamita, too. yeah. Like he, he is the so, leader. So Masamita becomes. So we, we have a, a huge. Uh, yeah, but what about what about democracy though? Like, um, is there still emergency powers? Does it turn into an empire? So let's like, think about this, right? Like, at this point, before this happened, um, they voted even more emergency powers to Palpatine within Episode Three. That's how he kind of like, instead of like uh, the clones and everybody like reporting to the Senate, they started to report directly and take orders directly from the chancellor and that's how the chancellor gains uh that's how palpatine gained enough power to be able to put somebody on the seat of the jedi council um so that doesn't happen so the jedi council still stays somewhat independent um i think that even though you have masamita saying like i am the heir oh oh pause 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 with uh with Sidious dead, do the Jedi start to see more clearly? I think they do. I think they do. I think the veil of the dark side begins to lift. So Sidious is dead. Um, he's martyred. I think Masamita makes a power grab, but like you were saying, Casey, it's not as grand. He he's not. He doesn't have as grand of a. Uh, of I a, think of it. I think player. it. I think it would be grand though, because I think that he would use that opportunity to take down. So the veil's been lifted, and he could use the excuse like, "Oh, I was under the influence of whatever, whatever." But I brought back the Republic. I took down the Separatists. It was me who gave you all of these coordinates from Palpatine's whatever cache that I had. Does he expose Palpatine then? I think he would. I think he would take this to his advantage. Then, oh, just so you all know, Palpatine was Sidious. 
He was the target. He was playing both sides. I've been no, I don't think. I don't think. Time. No, I don't think that he would say that he knew the whole time. I would say that it, like I had discovered he it. Discovers it. Okay, so he just throws Palpatine under the bus. Yes. Okay. Yeah, kind of makes sense. It would. I mean, I. That's what. I mean, makes sense. What do you think? What do you think, T? I. I think that's well. I mean, like he would definitely throw Palpatine under the bus. He'd be like, yeah, that guy. Yeah. I mean, he's dead. Why not? He was the he was the bad guy. He's dead. Throw him under the bus. Boom. And you would you would think that it would only be a matter of time, especially with the veil of the dark side lifted, that the Jedi are going to figure this stuff out anyway. Yeah, Hitler just killed himself. Um, he said, "I need to serve him, or he would kill me." Well, uh, well yeah. I mean, so, so so he so he used that. So he uses that initially, though, right? Right. And he gets he power, whatever. Him. And then he takes down the separatists and comes out with the whole like, oh, this this guy was actually the bad guy. I was following him, but since he's dead, I looked throughout everything. Blah blah blah. I, I I was the reason that we won the war. I would think that the Senate would still side with him. Emergency powers would be removed one hundred percent and would go back to a normal thing. But I think that the the Republic Senate would just be so happy to be done with war in general. Right. That uh, that that he would remain chancellor, I'm uh, sure. but I don't just... think he would stay like pa- way past his term. How long? How long? No, yeah. No. How long does a chancellor rule? Four years. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. So I mean, so even even four years. Uh, that's so he he ascends to the chancellor, like the Jedi, kind of start to see what happened. Right. The yeah, the veils lifted. They they kind of figure out what happened. Um. So what's his main goal? What's your main goal then, Masamita? Like you maintain the chancellorship. What are you? What are you doing? Are you trying to still tear down think, the republic? I think. Or you I think. I think. the power you have. No, no, I don't think. Uh, that's why I said like you're not trying to tear down the republic anymore. You're just trying to stay as relevant as possible, right? And to to get as much money as possible. So I think uh, once your term is done, assuming the Senate allows you. Which I think they would once you end the war. No, you do it. You do, yeah, yeah. End the war. You do a big reparation thing. You're, you're a, you're a hero. You're immortalized. Yeah, I think, yeah. uh, I think, yeah. I think you, I think you pay somebody or a, a few people to write a goddamn book, and you just get rich and wealthy. Right. So Maybe just, they get list to write it. He's and, just and basically. You you get to live wherever you want for the rest of you your just kind of rewrite history right all right so he he goes he's able to maintain his chancellorship and just walk off into the sunset as the hero the end of the clone wars and brought the republic you know out, off from the brink of destruction yeah and he can I, and he can write like super intimate personal stories about palpatine too about how he was a dark lord and what he right. was doing and I like but this. I like you, this. You, so I think that he becomes super wealthy in general, even after he loses his power. And I think that he would probably become somewhat of a lobbyist. And whatever he says, like there's still going to be senators that follow. Him. Right. right. I think he's still going to have like his way in general. All right. So let's back this up now because that's why I love hypotheticals. Never thought we would spend this much time on Masamita. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, so, so check this out. So, uh, Casey was just intimating that, um, so even after this guy left his chancellorship, he's going to be asserting his uh, influence, you know, on the next generation. Um, so, 
we we have this new building of a new uh, bureaucracy, and this whole thing just kind of starts getting as bloated, you know, and as ridiculous as it was right. when the whole thing toppled. Yeah, and I think and I think what's going to happen is that uh, as long as he's alive, as long as he's alive, future chancellors will probably come to him right. for advice. You know yeah. what I mean? He no, probably I said, like kind of like a Jafar, like a vizier. But I, I don't think that he's trying to do bad at this point. He just wants what's good for him. No, no, no. I was, I was, I was projecting into the future. I was kind of saying like, uh, you know, the whole problem with the Republic um, in episode one. Like, there's all this bureaucracy, all this nonsense. Like, he, you know, he um, ostensibly in name won the war you know whatever he didn't but he did um but now the legacy he leaves is um for a republic that is set up to fall into the same traps that caused the fall of the republic right. as Which, as I we see, know, see, it, you know i don't see i, I, don't, I don't know i don't know though i think that it was somewhat um artificial though like there was definitely a bloating in the republic yes it was corrupt Yes, but it was amplified and sped like its decay was sped up by the machinations of Palpatine. So you think without Palpatine, just all the all the they cut through the fat, and it's just. I know. I think that it. I think that it's still on a downward slope. I just don't think it's this quick. So that's that's the next part of my question with this hypothetical, right? So let's go back. We have the political side. Now let's go to, let's focus on some of our main characters, Anakin and Obi-Wan. So they're flying, they're going towards the invisible hand. It gets blown up. Palpatine's gone. Anakin's mentor. Uh, Count Dooku is gone. You know, the guy that Anakin is angry at, the Sith, the guy that took his arm. Um, and Grievous is gone. So it, it ends the war quickly. You know, after that, Masamita reveals that Palpatine was pulling strings from both sides. The war's ended. Now, a couple things centering on Anakin. Anakin um, now has to deal with the fact that his father figure mentor, Palpatine, was pulling both sides, and he was the Sith Lord. Right, he so, so, he, so he goes to confront Masamita. Well, and two, let's look at this, too. Um, we, we're all pretty much in agreement, I think, on here, that Palpatine was the one who was um, fabricating and uh, causing Anakin to see the visions of Padme dying in childbirth. Right. So does, does Masamita know that much intimate detail about what Palpatine is I don't doing? think Probably so. Not. I don't think not, Palpatine's right? showing his no. whole hand no to way. everybody. But Absolutely way, not. Either way, he can't influence Anakin to have those visions. So Anakin comes back after Palpatine dies and the war is ending and Padme tells him I'm pregnant, but now the war is ended. They don't need the chosen one anymore. The veil of the dark side is lifted and he's not having visions of, of uh, Padme dying in childbirth. He also isn't being promoted prematurely to a seat on the council. So what do you think happens with Anakin, Anakin and Obi-Wan? Can I pause you right there quickly, just for a second. Um, So, so, uh, canonically, how did how did Palpatine survive uh, the second Death Star? 
could he could he have uh, survived the blowing up of no, the ship so the same way? Like his, like, no. Okay. Like, okay. Okay. Essence. If the answer is no, then then the question's valid. Let's move on. Yeah. No. He sensed Vader's teetering a lot, like allegiance, and started making preparations to have clones at that point between. Like, so he must have already. Had, uh, okay. Okay. Anyway. So 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 was have Exegol at this point. Okay. Gotcha. Good. 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 Um, so if Palpatine gets blown up on that ship, he's gone. I think. Uh, I think that he, Anakin still goes and confronts Masamita in some level. Like, a, what do you mean he was a Sith Lord? Blah blah blah. But if Masamita was smart, as soon as like he he gives the coordinates to the Republic, blah blah blah, he takes control. He is Chancellor, quote unquote, and the war is over. He immediately gives up. Uh, emergency powers and then allows the Senate to vote like, uh, like and, and just says like the Senate can vote to keep me in here as Chancellor for X amount of years if not no big deal that way if Anakin comes to confront him and starts talking shit like basically the entire Senate's on his side um, on Masamita's side not on Anakin's side so even if the Jedi think something is up if is being truthful there's not really much that they can do, especially if he's tr- trying to get things back on track, even if it's for his own good. Okay. But what about, okay, so that's more of Masamita, but what about, so say Anakin goes and does this, whatever, um, he confronts him, and nothing comes of that for the most part. Like, he determines Masamita is a non non-threat, essentially, to the Republic at this point. Do we think I think, I think they have their kids. Okay. I think they have their kids. And I think Obi-Wan finds out eventually. We had learned, I don't know who else seen the Clone Wars, but we know that Obi-Wan knows that Anakin and Padme are talking. Yeah, he knows. And he does. Yeah, he, he knows all too well. And he it's just basically like a uh, a kindness that he doesn't, they don't talk about it. They both know, yeah. but they don't talk about it. So, I think I think Obi Wan helps Anakin. That's what I think. I think Obi Wan helps Anakin to uh, decide what he wants to do. Like, uh, like, like I know this. Like, you can leave the order, whatever. You can keep this a secret. Eventually, it'll be known. But I think that could you live like that? Live a lie? That's what they've done. I was just quoting him, so too. But uh, what, what, what do you, (laughs) what do you think, T? Well, uh, <clears throat> no, I think that he's. Really, I, I honestly think he probably walks away from the order, has his babies. Um, eventually, the order's going to come for his babies, so I don't know what's going to go down there. Well, they can't like they don't like forcefully take children from homes. Like you have to surrender your child to the Jedi Order. Not like oh, has a high midichlorian count. My. Right, but but would you allow as like a Jedi Order? Uh, the highest midichlorian count Jedi in existence to have children and not surrender them to the Jedi Order because he's just going to train them and who knows what they're going to do. Okay, let's take this one to Tim Q. Tim Q, you're Mace Windu. You're a dick, you're a prick, you're head of the Jedi Council. He's law. He 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 <laughs> is the law. It, it has been I'm, I'm asking Tim Q. I'm asking Tim Q. <laughs> You're Masamita. 
Hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm not gonna be Mace Windu because you know how I would how I would put it, which I think would be pretty accurate. So you're Mace Windu. You are the head of the Jedi Council. You have your misgivings about Anakin. Now you also have the uh, Force sense of shatter points. Um, if things were to continue to have played out the way Episode Three originally had you would have sensed that there was a gala- like a galaxy-wide shatter point that hinged on Anakin Skywalker. He was the fulcrum, and on one side was Obi-Wan, and on the other side was Palpatine. Knowing this, Palpatine is gone. Um, Anakin Skywalker comes and says, hey, I knocked up Senator Palpatine, or Senator Palpatine, <laughs> knocked up Senator Padme, Amidala here. Um, I'm going to leave the order. And take and her and our kids are going to leave. What do you do? No chance. You're going to arrest him. Yeah, I'd try. Mm. So you think? I just don't see the rest you, of the council siding with me. Like, what do you do? Like, you, okay, like Duku. Duku left the order. I think you let him go, but you I mean, you keep a close eye on him, and then you have to have some sort of Jedi Order influence on the kids. That's the only way. You have to test them when they're young, see if they're even force sensitive. Of course, they're going to be force sensitive. Yeah, it's screwed up. It's screwed up. So kids. you can't take the kids from their. What do you mean? Of course, they're going to be force sensitive. It's not always the case. Okay. Well, we it know. So happens we that know that Luke and Leia are force sensitive. Right. Yeah, no, so they're sure. going to be. I think, th- I think so the Jedi are just going to keep a close eye on him, and I think Obi Wan's going to be checking in because he's the so one that he can trust. Do you, Do you think Mace Windu says that? Yeah, what does Mace Windu say? He's like, uh, sure, Anakin, we'll let you go. Like, lost twenty one now. What? Well, you can't, before you look, leave, you we stop have to get people a bust from leaving the order. Yep. Before you leave, we have to get a bust of your face to put in. Yeah. I mean, what, what's the, what's the protocol? Is it is it in canon? Um, like, how, what do you do to leave the order? Dooku left. Dooku just left. He was just like, I'm done. It's I know canon. people have left. Read but... Dooku Jedi Lost before next week. We'll have a huge Dooku Jedi Lost discussion that will go into this. But, because uh, it, it goes through how he leaves exactly. Okay, fill leaves. me in. Fill me in. How did Jedi leave? They just say, uh, I'm out, and they leave, and that's Essentially, it. yeah. He just was like, I'm renouncing the Jedi. I'm taking up my my place on Sereno. I'm embracing my heritage. I am adopting the title of Count, taking my place, my birthright. So Anakin would just say, I'm done. And leave. Dooku kept his lightsaber. It's not like he had to turn his lightsaber in or anything. He would just leave. Just like Ahsoka leaves. She's just like, yep, I'm not, I'm done. She just bounces. I'm walking away. The only reason she didn't have her lightsabers is because they forcefully arrested her and took them from her beforehand, and she never took them back before she left. The Jedi, yeah, so, their only possession so, essentially are their lightsabers. So, so Anakin wants to leave. Uh, Mace Windu is like, yeah, okay. So, yeah. Okay. So they, they leave. Then, I, then I what? I think, so I think... Then what? Yeah. I think you're right, though, Casey. I think instead of Anakin being put in a situation where he is like against what the council is asking for once Obi-Wan, 
I think the council would go to Obi-Wan. I think they would want to keep the tabs on him. Oh, so they would come to Obi-Wan and say, listen, we need you to keep tabs. Like, your relationship with Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, it's just like, just it's, it's the same thing. But I think that it would be more dangerous. And it would be more we think cordial. he's dangerous. And we think that uh, you need to keep tabs on him. And you need to look over the uh, young Skywalker twins. Yeah, and and then so what happens? So he, they have they have the kids. Anakin would probably show them some things, or maybe he just despises the Jedi enough that he just completely rescinds anything beyond what would help him lift heavy rocks, or if he goes back to Tatooine or whatever, or or in a fight. I don't think they go back to Tatooine. They probably go to live in the Lake Country and Naboo. Probably yeah. So at that point in time, as the kids might just grow up completely normal until they discover some powers, and then, then what happens? Has his mother died yet? Yeah. In our little theory. Yeah, yeah, she's All dead. Right. She did. Um. Yeah. So. <clears throat> All right. Then elsewhere, the Sith Lord has fallen, but we do have a former Sith Lord that is still alive and well. In Darth Maul. So, do you guys think Darth Maul then uh, just takes back the like he's just like ah I'm Dark Lord of the Sith now, and he uh, he becomes Darth Maul again instead of just Maul? Does he start to uh, pull strings and do things? He's not as he's not as strong or as clever. Like he's good. Like he could take over I mean, a planet. He but... took over. He took over like half the criminal syndicates in the galaxy. Joined them all together where they were all warring previously. Yeah, yeah, I know. Because if you're a criminal, like who do you ask for help? Oh, that that guy stole my weed, officer. <laughs> like, what do you like? They're not gonna. What do you mean? They're gonna arrest you too. You're not gonna call the police on somebody for doing something bad that you're also doing. You know, like they're not going to call the Jedi over that. So Maul, so gotta, like, Maul he, is out there. What does he do? Is he a threat? Does he come after Anakin? I, I well, with ten thousand Jedi, I don't think Maul stands a chance. Regardless, I mean, he's stood a chance so far. Here's the thing: he could, I mean, he could he could just be he could run his criminal syndicate and probably run into some Jedi eventually. He also and, already knows that. Um. Sidious was going after Anakin. So does he go after Anakin at that point? Try to turn Anakin? I don't think he Anakin might. would turn. Anakin had, like, if Anakin's kids are born and Padme's still alive, like, everything is Gucci for Anakin. Right, right. Die. Yeah, so Maul maybe can find Anakin, but what what does he have to turn him? He can't say anything. Yeah, you know, Anakin fights him and beats him. That's what happens. Anakin yeah, Anakin, Anakin, Anakin would kick his ass. Yeah, Anakin would destroy Maul. The only thing that would turn Anakin to the dark side of, is if Maul were somehow like sending spies and assassins and whatever, and like kill Padme or one of his kids. That might turn Anakin to to where like I'm just gonna hunt down Maul. I don't care. Right. You'd take all of the above. You'd have to take everything from Anakin. So what are the chances? We, I mean, at this point in canon, we know that Maul is pretty, pretty gifted in foresight. Possibly his dreams and visions change if this is what's actually going to happen to where it tells him, like, 
hey, you need to go after Anakin's wife and unborn children. I, th- I, don't, I don't think you get them all. It's the will of the dark side to turn I, Anakin to the dark side. I think if Anakin has at least one of the two in terms of like whether his wife or his kids, it's probably going to be more his kids at that point in time. But he can take his wife. I think he'll take vengeance of the person who took his wife. But then I think he goes back to raise his kids. I don't think at that point in time you've had like a taste of both worlds. You know what I mean? Like you don't. Right. I don't think he does anything stupid, and I think he would still have this communicate with Obi Wan, and I think that he would do kind of like what Ahsoka did, and uh, work with them to uh, to take this guy down if he had to, and I think that he would charge the order with protecting his wife and kid. All right, so Anakin <laughs> Masamita gives back his powers, and <laughs> he uh, he he retains the chancellorship. Uh, he serves a full term. He becomes very respected for ending the war. He he uh, he <laughs> he writes a tell-all about Palpatine. Anakin confronts him considers him a non-threat. Padme's pregnant. Anakin leaves the order to raise his children. Darth Maul is out there. So do we think then... Okay, Darth Maul and Anakin would have to have, or at least Obi-Wan, because Darth Maul at this point is still hell-bent on killing Obi-Wan. I think maybe Darth Maul sets a trap for Obi-Wan and Anakin... Yeah, Anakin but Anakin, Anakin, Anakin senses it yep. and talks to the Order and says, I'm not coming back. And maybe but he just talks to Obi-Wan or he just intercedes on his own whim. Yeah, I think so. I think what would happen is that so, like, Obi-Wan might be captured. Uh, Anakin senses it. Anakin talks talks to the council, including Mace, and, say, and like he says, like, I'm not coming back, but Obi-Wan's in trouble. And the council's like, Yes, we felt it. He's blah, blah, blah. Um, and Anakin agrees to help. And then charges the Jedi Order with keeping his wife and fa- and kids safe, while he goes with a, you know, you know Rex maybe and right. a small group of clones, just like the old days, to uh, to rescue Obi Wan. And then who, maybe they convince him to join the Order again. Like you can have your family. We'll make this exception. Yeah, because at this point know. the clones have been decommissioned because the war is over. But they aren't like decommissioned Imperial style. They're just like set free. Yeah, which I think it would be like a, a reserve type status. You know right. what I mean? Like uh, I think Rex would come back for like because just like he oh, did. For Anakin, yeah, even even yeah. for just a personal favor, I'm sure Rex would come back. So at this yeah. point. Anakin then goes and faces. Well, I mean, even if they have free will, which they don't, but you give them free will and well, they, they don't do have it. it. They, 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 they do. do until you activate Order 66. Or one of the other, like, 100 orders. But they do have they do have free will. It makes them better. What well, makes them more obedient, then? No, I mean, like... So Aren't they, they supposed to be, like, more obedient? Me. Right, but so, so at this point, at this point in time, to program in orders like Order sixty six. Right, so at this point in time, though, the war is over, so that they're not reporting to anybody. They're just like right. normal people. So the orders are null and void. So, 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 the, so they're kind of like army reserve. 
Yeah, so I think that the orders are. I would look at it. Either that or the the Republic just keeps them as like a force to be reckoned with. I I thought the whole point of uh, the clones was like they're just. They have no free will. They just kind of do whatever you order them to do without question. They don't care. They're more free thinking than droids. They're more creative than droids. Well, right. But, like, they don't. I thought they would just like do do a command without question, but uh, more creatively, maybe. Have you not watched the Clone Wars, Tim Q? That is correct. Well, that's, you need to watch the Clone. Wars. You need to watch. That is why you fail. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna mute myself. I haven't finished. <laughs> yeah, T still hasn't finished it either. But no, so watch the Clone Wars. Like, yes, uh, they they have the ability to think more outside the box and you know like a human like more than a droid would they also had the ability to be more like to be obedient literally because they have programmed into them since before birth like an override chip to quote unquote for all these pre-programmed orders so there's a handful there's a handful of orders that just they cannot refuse yes order 66 one of them yeah, but it has but, to be given by a certain authority to you. Sure, yeah. sure, you sure. Just run out and say execute order sixty six, and they do it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They, yeah, yeah okay. they can't be at McDonald's and they got order sixty six. <laughs> that, that happened to me like four years ago. I think I sent. I think I sent that in the group chat. <laughs> I, I was like order sixty six at McDonald's at an airport, and I was like, suddenly guys, the clones like, just start uh, shooting. Like, you know, I, I sent you guys a picture of like the receipt. And it said order sixty six, and I was like, guys, what do I do? You know, I think I remember that. <laughs> you take a picture. That's what you do. Yeah, I told you that. I told you. I told you to shoot up the airport, but you didn't listen to me. <laughs> Yay! Yo! Right, okay, so I me. I Casey Schreffler do not condone any of the 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 views and viewpoints uh, mentioned herein. Uh, in perpetuity, the. Uh, <laughs> All throughout the universe. That's how, that's how the contracts go. In perpetuity, in perpetuity, like for like film contracts, sometimes I'll say in perpetuity throughout the universe. Yes. In case we uh, create a moon base or something like that. Right. They can just make their own Star Wars on the moon. You know what? You know what? In 200 years, when, when we have a moon base, like if someone wants to sue me over an intellectual property. Like, ah, oh, I can't do it. Let them. Let them. I don't care. Let him <laughs> yeah. Sue me. Your, your grandkids might care, but that they'll pull up this podcast or show. And they won't be able to. All right, so here's here's where I'm thinking this is going to go. So if 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 Maul is still hell bent on taking down Obi Wan, Anakin does his Anakin thing. He's got to help his friends. He's loyal to his friends, and uh, so he goes to help Obi Wan, and he might charge the Jedi council with keeping watch over his uh, family in the meantime. But uh, I think he goes, he faces Maul. What happens? Anakin's going to kill Maul. So he, fulfills, no question about it. He fulfills the prophecy. He takes Pretty out much, the last yeah. Sith. So Palpatine was able to find the way to twist things just so he could turn the chosen one against the tide turn the chosen one back on himself use how does the he get turned back on himself just by killing Maul 
no, 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 no. In the original timeline, oh, gotcha. he becomes a Vader. But in this timeline, Palpatine's taken out of it. You don't have the master manipulator, master chess player, you know, orchestrating things. So Anakin fulfills his destiny. He brings balance to the Force, at least for a time. There's no Sith left. Like we eventually, we we essentially skip all the way to what Ray does in Episode Nine. Here and now, the Chosen One. Yep, yeah, but that 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 takes it right back to your old, old age old question, Roach. Like, what does balance mean? Okay, does it, does it does it mean killing all the Sith? Maybe I don't know. What does it mean to bring balance to does the it force? Mean killing all the Sith does it mean equaling out the light side of the the dark side users? I, my my thing is always like I think that there's light side, there's dark side. Okay, there's a light, like there's a compassionate side and there's a greedy side. No, I mean, everybody's every gray. Us, everybody's yeah. gray. Each yeah. and every one of us is compassionate at times, greedy at other times. Everybody's like their own type of gray. Um, the Sith, on the other hand, like uh, they they use the Force in an unnatural way, kind of like a cancer. Cancer grows unnaturally. It's an unnatural thing in the body. Um, if you remove the cancer, like the Sith is the dark is the cancer of the light side and the dark side. Does it have to be natural. like the? Does it have to be like Sith Order or like dark side users? What do you mean? Just like the Sith trained as a sith like a sith way of thinking right like so so to the dark side the way a sith would so you not just natural inclinations of like somewhat um self-righteous well, like well you would you would think you somewhat. would think that you would think that they would be kind of that though because Qui-Gon does say that midichlorians are in all life forms and that includes like guys who steal guys who rob well, yeah midichlorians right well. midichlorians are just symbiotes for the force Right, so but it's how I mean, you use those the force. It's like a gun, right? Guns I, 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 don't, I, don't th- I don't. I don't think so. Like, I, like I think that if like if the universe is leaning towards generally a bad place, you bring balance by taking out most of the bad. Right. Okay, so if the universe is going towards a good place, you bring balance by taking off. Out the good. Some of the good, I guess. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I think no, it's more like a cancer. No, the body is healthy. The body has a healthy state, but and like you are healthy with like, uh, you know, you're a healthy, balanced person. Even though you might selfishly love somebody or something, right? To selfishly, you selfishly love your daughter, right, Casey? So do you, T? Like so do I. Like we love our children. The Jedi would say that that's selfish and that's wrong and that's a path to the dark side. Is it? Yoda seemed to uh, uh, think differently when he offered Luke and Leia up to be raised by families and to be loved. Yeah, and I think I think us. I think that's your point right there. I think that it just boils down to a simple thing: love. Okay. But bringing balance is just love, like bringing love, like in order to hate somebody, so like. A lot of people hate their exes, right? But you only hate them so much because you love them so much at a certain point in time. Um, I mean, you can obviously it's different for things, and like uh, like you can hate certain people without having met them just because of their views or whatever. Right. It's the same but, thing um, as saying like, "Oh, I love hamburgers." 
and oh, I love my wife. Right, but I said, I think I hate Hitler. Right. Yeah. No, and I'm I'm sure you didn't love him, but uh, I I think that. (laughs) No, I I hate him. I hate him. I think it all boils down to just love in general. Like I think so. Maybe bringing balance to the force is just like shifting the order to a more, I guess, uh, centered. Yeah, line of thinking to where it's it's not just like, hey, you can't do this. You the living this, force, the will this. of the living force, more more Qui Gon centric, where you're listening to the will of the living force, yeah, and you're not just so dogmatic. <clears throat> you're not so bent on rules and procedure. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I like that idea. I love that idea, and it it lines up with everything I know because I have a very Western way of thinking of things. But um, wasn't there? Um, in the original inception of Star Wars, basically like a kind of an Eastern philosophy kind of samurai kind of thing, you know, that, that was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, finding peace in yourself and stuff is very like Buddhist. So I think that that it would still make sense for that. Like if Anakin were to be able to find peace within himself by you know, and not be so like torn because of outside influences, but he finds peace within himself with the, uh, with his children, with his family, with saving his friends, with, with uh, aligning the order with that, with showing them that, uh, you know, it's a very Eastern thing too, to like love everybody else as you love yourself. Um, sure. Yeah. So that would line up. Uh, I mean, I mean, not even Eastern. It's like most cultures besides American. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so one more question to go off of this then for you guys, and it kind of ties into my Roach edit, and uh, which I, I'm is now becoming known as the uh, Star Wars from a certain point of view. Um, do you guys think that episodes seven, eight, and nine um, discredit? one through six and Anakin's like the prophecy of the chosen one and Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. A little bit. I think so. I would say no. All right. You two go at it. Go ahead. Tim. All right. Okay. So, uh, the climax of episode six, Darth Vader throws, uh, Sidious down in the shoot. And then, um, in episode nine, he's like, hey, I'm back. So, I don't know. Just that whole. So, he saved Luke's life in that moment. And, okay, so life goes on. Or, or he saved Luke's life. So, Luke goes on two movies later to show up on crate and kind of. Do what something. Is, he saved like five people's lives. How many people got on the fucking? That was that was the core of the resistance. Leia and and Ray. Oh, the core, Ray the and... core, the core got on. But here's and the thing: nobody, what, nobody what, answered what, at that point in time until they met up with Lando. Right. What did we just agree was really bringing balance to the force? The key to it. Love. Love. What was vader's sacrifice there really what was love it for? for his son love love for his son unselfish like the first unselfish thing he had done in years 
was just love. So was it really about killing Palpatine? Did he care whether or not Palpatine died at that moment as much as he cared about saving Luke? So his sacrifice... And you know what, and, 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 about... and you could expand that. Like, what does balance of the Force mean? Well, the cause of that was Palpatine becoming stronger, manipulating Kylo, right? right. Which was basically... He was able to do that because of a lack of perceived love. Yeah, and then also you have Luke who pseudo trains Ray, and Luke is re- actually blood related to Kylo. Right. Like I, I, I think it just all comes full circle there, and um, I don't. I don't think it takes it like balances the force, right? So. If he hadn't done that for Luke, Palpatine would still be in power. Luke wouldn't have been able to meet Rey and train her and show and like show the love and respect to Leia. You know what I mean? And and we know now through flashbacks that Luke was training Leia, so maybe Leia was entirely capable, but uh, wasn't comfortable with it because she didn't want to train Kylo because oh, at the end of my training, what you know what I mean? Right, the vision she had. Yeah, that at the end of her training would be the death of her son. So, and then Ray took over her training, and at the end of Ray's training, essentially, it was the death of her son. So it all came. And what was the end of uh, Leia's training? Was the end of Leia's training reaching out to her son? Is that like the last thing? Well, okay, so it said that uh, Leia sensed that at the end of her path as a to become a Jedi would be the death of her son. Then, which is true. Which is then, true. She, then she said that um, she would leave her lightsaber, that somebody might pick up her lightsaber and continue her path and like take her place. Okay. So essentially, Ray takes her place as the heir of the Skywalkers, blah, 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 to bring balance to the Force, uh, fill her role. And why does... And and so it comes to pass. Like she literally takes Leia's place, and at the end of her trial, at the end of her like training through the forest, and you know, right? Ben dies anyway. So, right. But why did she die? Because of love. Because of love, and not selfishly, selflessly. So he found balance in finding love once again. How is Palpatine defeated? Ultimately, how is he? How is he taken down a couple notches? Love. How is he defeated ultimately? Love. Love. What could he not? It's like Harry Potter says to Voldemort, right? Like Voldemort could not get through his brain. Love. What it meant to love somebody. That's why it was the strongest uh, barrier. Yep. Against him. Love saved Harry Potter. What do you think, T? Your two cents. Just listening to your love fest over here. <laughs> Make it a love potion. It's an orgy. All right. But yeah, no, I... Uh... I mean, it's not... I mean... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, T. Go ahead. Do it. No, do it. Do it. I don't do have it. to say. I just was... Go, T. Speak. Go ahead. No, you. Do it. Do it. All right, the next hour and a half of this uh, recording will just be pure silence while the guys wait for me to... Nah, uh, now I don't even remember what I was going to say. Um, 
Fuck. Yeah. It must have been. To, to me, the entire Star Wars saga is just a story of love in general. It's a story of love and how love triumphs. That's it. I mean, Han falls in love with Leia, saves a bunch of shit because of that. <laughs> no, to me, like, go back to the very beginning, like the start of the whole thing. Episode four, like, you know, um, you have Owen and Baru. Yep. You know, <laughs> raising this kid. They don't know. They don't care about. But, you know, they raise him as one of their own. You know, is that not love? Come on. You can't tell me that Luke didn't have an all right upbringing as far as Tatooine standards go. He wasn't a, he wasn't a slave. You know? Yeah. No, no. I just like it. It was just kind of as far as uh, Tatooine standards go. I think that was a pretty loving household. Yeah, he got brought up in. There's probably trillions of people in the Star Wars universe that love each other. I still die. We're talking about the theme of the story of the main character. Right. So. Oh yeah, Luke's not a main character. His his upbringing doesn't matter. Okay, fine. No, that was stupid. I mean, that was stupid does. for me to say that. <laughs> I was stupid to bring that up. I was an idiot. It, it, it does, it does I was matter. Such a it, moron. I'm so stupid. What an idiot. It, it why, does why would I he, ever? He, he wanted to be a stormtrooper, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another hypothetical for another day. That's that's my next. He wanted to be a stormtrooper. What if Luke Luke had disobeyed Uncle Owen and ran off to the Academy several seasons ago with Biggs? You remember the whole thing we got into? Maybe Owen knew what he was talking about. Maybe Owen kept him around to to keep him from being a goddamn stormtrooper. Yeah, I I I think so, because I don't think... Maybe Owen loved him. Maybe that's what I'm talking about, brah. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, it all comes down to love, one hundred percent. Like, why? Why would you let this guy, who a Jedi dropped off to you, this is a son of Anakin Skywalker, basically? Not even your real mother's child. Yeah, he kept him hidden because of love, one hundred percent. No, Owen, Owen and Baru knew who he was. Yeah, Yeah, they kept him because of love, one hundred percent. So love. So what would make it okay? So who was it that said that they didn't they didn't think that uh, Anakin's uh, it, it ruined Anakin? I said I said Anakin's uh, um, sacrifice was diminished by so, Palpatine returning. I said it was diminished. In your opinion, how could they have tweaked seven, eight, nine to have not diminished that? Palpatine still comes back. Ray's he doesn't come a, back. Race Palpatine still comes back. Ray's still a heroine. How do you tweak that? <laughs> I just said. Um, I tweak it by having uh, Palpatine not come back. But he does. Well, those are the, those are the statutes. Those are the uh, that this is the pillar. Like, of like, I don't think Palpatine coming back like dilutes with Darth Vader. Did. He saved his son, and because of his son, he cre- he did create a new Jedi Order. He failed at it because of Kylo. Again, because of Palpatine. But because of a lack of also, yeah. Ray, Ray was created 
out of this whole mess too. Yeah, I mean, as as a Star Wars fan, like as a fangirl, I was fucking so. Mm, it got my rocks off that uh, <laughs> Palpatine came back, you know. But as a story, like, it's again. like as a, like, just as a story, like, I for me personally, I kind of just wish Palpatine ended in Episode Six. I just kind of, to me, um, once Here's you're dead. Thing. No, no, let me finish. And I, I, I have three more seconds. One, yeah, once you're dead, you're dead to me. Just like he, he got thrown down the chute. Vader killed him. Um, let's see how – I mean, there's trauma done. Let's see how the, the universe uh, heals from here. Okay. That, that's my two cents. That's what I think. But canonic, canonically now, as we know things, and there's, there's reason to, to have this, right? We know that there's cloning technology. We know that the dark side is a pathway to many abilities, some considered to be unnatural, that Plagueis had learned this ability. And there was, there, there was, you know, he, uh, he was manipulating life. And one of the things he was, you know, questing after was immortality and a way to be able to preserve your own life. Palpatine expounded upon this. And we now know that he he really was delving deep into this and established Exegol because he he knew you know that Vader was tempted by the light side. He he knew that Vader was going to basically turn on him. You know, like Anakin's last words were, "Tell your sister you are right." He was conflicted. Palpatine began to sense this, and he took steps to be able to beat this. So, I mean. He has the technology. We have the technology. He had the power of the dark side and the know-how at this point to be able to preserve his life. So Anakin essentially chooses instead of like, it's not as important to him to bring balance to the force as it is for him to save his son. But his ultimately like that pathway led to balance of the force. But he, he didn't do it himself. It was through his children. It was through his lineage. It was through his legacy. Like I, I mean, see, I mean, I, I mean, was it? I mean, I can see what you're did, saying, Tim. Q, like, I mean, I mean, Ray, Ray was the the was the exclamation point, right? But she was she was Palpatine's. She was Palpatine's son. But I think she is. I think, okay. Blood. Ray yes. was Palpatine's Blood? son. Yes. No. Whoa. Ray no. was Palpatine's Whoa. Whoa. son. I think I, I like think... that you realized that before I said something. So I was like, "Whoa, what? Whoa, whoa!" whoa. Did you yeah. I said I that I said that on purpose because I'm so, trying to be stupid. So genetically, Ray <laughs> was a Palpatine, right? She was the offspring of a Palpatine. Yeah, but spiritually and just in what she did, what she stood for. She was a, a Skywalker. She continued Anakin's journey. She kind of picked off where Anakin left off. So when where's the switch? Where's it happen? I think here's 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 where I think it started to happen. And I think that they should have made a bigger point of this. That what calls to Ray to awaken the force in her? With that lightsaber? Whose lightsaber? Luke's. Whose lightsaber for that? What? Whose lightsaber was it before? It was Darth Vader's lightsaber. Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber. Yes. 
Anakin's lightsaber, the Chosen One's lightsaber, calls to her to pick it up. There's, it's a force bond, right? <clears throat> okay, okay. The light, the, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm feeling you. So the Chosen One's blade, the Chosen One's lightsaber, has been passed down, right? Yeah. It, it went from so the Anakin, so the chosen one oh oh I get it I get it I'm getting it so the chosen one's kind of a fluid thing it's not a person it just kind of flows yeah yeah I think it's yeah. Kind of, I okay. think in this sense yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. It's, it kind of flows from right. Anakin's right. destiny but we all have free will right and Anakin messed up and so that fell to Luke what happened to Luke. He I don't think Anakin messed up because you hear his Force Ghost say, "Bring balance to the Force Ray," as I did. Uh, he did. Anakin messed he up. He did. He did for a time, right? Right, but until he did Palpatine say, came back, so it was kind of like did. it was kind of like Ray's. It was kind of like Palpatine's ace in the hole. Like he brought balance to the Force, but for a period, and and Luke even says that for a period there was balance, until Palpatine was able to cheat death. Right, a power to cheat death is only one. Ha- you know, something that only one has achieved. Yeah. So he did bring balance, but only for a time. If Anakin hadn't screwed up so badly, if he had fulfilled his destiny as he should have, you know, when he has Palpatine at the tip of his lightsaber in Episode Three, and he says, "Oh, you, you know, you want to kill with me, Mace like, Windu?" Oh, yeah, I would certainly like to. You know, before that, even he's like, "I'd certainly like to strike you down," and. He should have, right? That would have been fulfilling his destiny. Instead, he realizes that he messes up, and he it passes down to his son, Luke. And Luke takes on, he is the herald of the whole Jedi Order, and he gets so caught up in the idea of the Chosen One, the idea of Bring Balance, the idea, the legend of Luke Skywalker, that he messes up too, right? Because he gets so blinded by it. And then what's he do? He just totally shuts himself off from the Force. So the Force has no choice but to awaken this calling in somebody else. And it calls to somebody. And I think that maybe even Anakin has a part in this. It calls to Rey. These are her first steps. It is the lightsaber of the Chosen One that this kyber crystal, which is like a living thing, that is aware of the force's will calls to her to take up this, to take up the sword, to take up that mantle, to take up the name of Skywalker, to take up the destiny, to fit, to not only just like fulfill uh, like the, the destiny of the chosen one to take down the emperor once and for all, but also to be the catalyst that brings Luke Skywalker back to peace and purpose and connection with the force. And I think that if they had leaned into that a little more, I would have taken as a couple lines in episode nine for them to lean into that. For Anakin to be like, yeah, it was me who called you because my story was left. The You know, I, I was not able to fulfill my destiny. My story was left unwritten because I was manipulated by Palpatine. I was manipulated by the dark side. Here's just, a as, just as you have been... You are a manipulation of the dark side. Palpatine's been manipulating you as much as he ever manipulated me. I gotta get going here, but here's a hypothetical for next time. What if Ray struck down Palpatine? She huh. did. 
she did. No, no. What if she did it? But she did. Out of no. What if she did it like initially out of anger? Like how he wanted her to. Yeah. yeah. I'll leave you with this. Tim Q and I talked about this the other day. <clears throat> Palpatine, we've we've known and seen he has the ability to what? What is he that he can talk to people and be every voice inside their head, like he tells Kylo, right? As long as he's still in existence, yeah. So Kylo, so Kylo heard the voice of Vader, the voice of Snoke, inside his head, and it was always actually Palpatine. What did Palpatine want Ray to do, Casey? Kill him. Kill him. T. What did Ray do? But not in the way. Hold on, hold on. T. What did Ray do? Technically, she killed him. She but... killed him. Why did she kill him? Who told her to do it? Uh, all of the people. All the voices inside her head? So, hold on again. Palpatine can imitate any voice he wants to and talk to people inside their heads. We don't know that we can. he can imitate uh, any voice that he wants to. Okay. We know that Jedi. We know that Jedi can talk to other Jedi from beyond. She refused to strike him down. She refused to strike him Jedi. down until she heard some voices inside her head. Right. Okay. To so, down. okay. So you're saying that uh, Luke, when he heard Obi Wan and saw his Force no, Ghost, no, 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 was no. actually Palpatine. No. That's what I'm saying in this instance. No, okay. So you're I saying uh, the same. The same. Hold on. Hold I'm on. The same right logic now. tracks, Casey. That you're saying Very because good. because Ben. Kylo Ren heard Darth Vader's voice inside his head, and it was never actually Darth Vader. Then, because that was a fallacy, then by proxy, also Luke, anytime he heard a voice inside his head, was also not actually true. No, I'm saying sometimes it can be actually legit voices of the Jedi, other times it can be a counterfeit not actually the the voice of the people just like you can have, right, a we, we don't have any evidence we don't have any evidence of palpatine or any sith impersonating a jedi through well, force ghost or force voice okay we don't, thing, but dude. we have he, evidence he we have evidence of palpatine sith. impersonating it doesn't make a difference sith or he just it does make, make a it voice. does make a difference it makes it a big to make difference. a voice no it's not just it's not a luke skywalker appearing to her right it's not like she saw these people. She just heard voices. She didn't see any other time, you know, like Luke appeared to her on the island. Obi-Wan eventually appeared to Luke. The, yeah, and then, they the didn't end, appear. And, then, and then at the end, she saw Luke and fucking Leia, dude. You're telling me that after all that stuff that it wasn't the actual Jedi? No, it's nonsense. That's not a hypothetical. That's just <laughs> That's nonsense. Hypothetical. What, if, hypothetical what if it was what if she struck him down which she did. the way that he wanted her to? Which she Out of have. anger and hatred to take the throne, not, not as a Jedi. Well, she did strike him down either way. She was no, upset. No, she didn't. She used, she used his power against him. She didn't strike him down at all. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the same thing you're saying. So I'm saying, saying what, if she struck him what if she struck it? What if what if she struck him down and assumed the throne? That's 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 the hypothetical. What if Palpatine is living dormant in Ray right now? Palpatine's toast, stone cold, stuck up, <laughs> dead. Well, that's what we said at the end of episode six as well. 
and and for my money, I would have liked it uh, that way. <laughs> I've been saying it all along. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Han shirt. I'm a Han shot, shot first kind of guy. You know, I like just, Han's, I like Han shirts too. <laughs> Han shirt first kind of guy. Yeah, I'm a Han shirt first kind of guy. That's yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm still wearing my uh, Rise of Skywalker. I'm wearing them right now. Oh, look at that. We got two. Where's the uh, Force uh, Awakens? Uh. I got Last Jedi. Who's got Force Awakens? I actually have one. T's got the yeah. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I literally have one somewhere in my closet. You have the Force Awakens one? You better go put that on. Oh. Wow. All right, guys. That was a thing. We are the Talking Sith. Woo, that was a fun discussion. That was that was a good podcast. We got a lot of a lot of Star Wars coming down the pipeline. Even though we don't got any Star Wars celebration, we're still celebrating. Um, looking forward to the rest of the news that trickles out over the rest of the summer. Looking forward to some more hypotheticals. Hypothetical, hypotheticals. I think this was another good one, guys. Like uh, in our hypothetical, Anakin is I more of a is more post- of a. What's that? I did just post a hypothetical that I found online. Oh boy, yeah, like in ours, um, the Rise of Skywalker would Ben Solo still turn to the dark side if Leia was a Jedi? Hmm. But uh, so I take it back, Nate Reed. Like that took uh, that your hypothetical took us uh, very far there. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. Interesting stuff. You never know. I mean, we started off with a 10-minute, 15-minute discussion on just what Masamita would do politically. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, for my money, for my money, I think this story uh, gains traction from uh, Anakin Skywalker killing uh, Darth Sidious. But, you know, I'm, I'm not mad that Darth Sidious came back because I I'm a Star Wars fan, you know, yeah. I love Star Wars just for, you know, not for what he did, but just as a character, you know? Yeah. So. Got to have an antagonist. Nah. So would you guys, do you guys see at all what I was trying to say? Like Ray just becomes a spiritual successor. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That everything you said made sense, but. Um, I just don't think it was. I think it's like a good concept. I just don't think that necessarily. No, it's a good, it's a it's a great concept. I just wish um, Sidious was brought back into the movies more artfully. Just like, okay, so here's episode nine. Like, oh, scene one, I'm back. Like, yeah, and they kind of they kind of come on, speak. come on, they kind of moved at the speed of retcon. Uh, yeah, totally. It, it was back. just. You could go back and, like, they did. They went back and they were like, okay, so, and, okay, to be fair, like, they've come out and said, like, J.J. originally wanted Palpatine to come back. But then it was yeah. all scrapped. Like, by the time Ryan came on and he wrote his script, that was well, done. And well, then, right. And, and, I've, and I'm I, on the... I, I still think the, the Last Jedi is one of the top Star Wars movies, so... I'm on the record as saying they should have had one person do all three. You know, it's... Uh, Concise. Anyway... One yeah. vision, yeah. One story, it's just, it's just something, many, something that makes comes, sense. When it comes to Disney, it's too many hands in a basket. It's the only reason that Marvel was super successful is because they had Feige. Kevin Feige. Yeah, we need a Kevin yeah. Feige. 
there was, Kevin no Kevin Feige. Feige. There, was no, there was a Kathleen Kennedy, but she like you know she just fucking teeter tottered. Everyone, you know what? You know what, Disney? I'm your guy. Hire me. I'll do it. I'll do it all. They just need a brain trust. That's what they need. One concise brain trust. Yeah, right here. Tim Q's brain. That's what you want. Oh boy. That's what you want. No, that that is absolutely not what you want. Thespians or whatever, like uh, Operensisis, they're just angry drunks. They're going to become suddenly, suddenly, all Star Wars movies are pornos. Like. Yeah, that's not what you uh, want. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's not what some people want. It's for the kids, Tim. <laughs> Star Wars finally grows up. <laughs> All right. See, hey, see? imagine, imagine the theme parks. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, lord. Uh, oh, right. lord. T, tell the good people who we are. We are the Talking Sticks. Where can they like us, follow us? Um, you can follow us on Facebook at the Talking Sith Pod and Cast. Cast, sorry. <laughs> and Instagram. And, and Twitter. I believe we're on Twitter. We are. We are, we are. And where can the good people follow you, Mr. T? Uh, you can follow me on Facebook, and that's about it right now. I don't miss Dirt Tim Q. Do you check your Facebook? No, but Twitter at Joshua Tim Q. J O S H U A T Y M K E W. That is an amazing follow. It's I, I keep up with it, you guys. I, all, all the news, anything you want to know um, about riveting. anything that's happening, riveting right check now. It out. Reports. <laughs> the triple R, Mister Casey Schreffler. Uh, hold on a second. I'm, I'm pulling up Josh's uh, Tim Q's Twitter to see when's the last time he's actually <laughs> tweeted something. Quick, tweet something, Tim Q. <laughs> Oh, it was uh, right now. Report. <laughs> no, it was February twelfth of twenty nineteen. It says, "Why is my Twitter face a gray silhouette?" <laughs> and then uh, May third of two thousand eighteen. How do I make more Twitter friends? And then uh, October thirteenth, twenty sixteen. So we're going back four years. What do hashtags mean? <laughs> And then June 10th, 2016, why don't people answer my Twitters? <laughs> There's only three more. July 25th, 2014, I don't get Twitter. This is text box mean. <laughs> October 29th, 2013, so this is like nine months before that. How does this work? <laughs> and then that same day, he said, how do I add things? <laughs> he has seven tweets once again that's at joshua timkew j-o-s-h-u-a-t-y-m-k-e-w like, you just came to follow, follow. you i just followed you <laughs> it's, not, it's working for you it's dynamic tweeting right there i increased yeah. your followers by 25 percent four now you have five <laughs> Oh, all right. And uh, Mr. Casey <laughs> Schreffler, after that riveting right now report, 
where can the people follow you for more, uh, you know, timely? Uh, oh, well, there's always Casey Schreffler on Facebook. There's C Schreffler on Instagram. That is C S C H R E F F L E R. And I am film guy on Twitter, F I L M G Y E. But on Twitter, I mostly just complain about why they don't have snack wraps and wraps at McDonald's and Wendy's anymore because that shit's stupid. That's true. A N D T H A T S A L L F O R U S F O L K S. May the force be with you. Always. Good. <laughs> Everything expressed in the podcast is the intellectual property of Talking Sith. We are not affiliated with Disney or Lucasfilm in any way. Star Wars is their property. We just like to talk about it.